0: Tansley Stearns.
1: Tansley Stearns is your greatest challenger and biggest cheerleader.
0: Inspirational human being who loves people.
1: Future forward leadership. Tansley Stearns is a badass. Tansley Stearns is my mom, my hero, and I love her very much. I am Tansley Stearns, and this is Despite Impossible. I am a longtime credit union executive leading community financial as president and CEO. I have always admired and been inspired by people whose passion is boundless and who don't comprehend the word impossible. This show focuses on their stories. Today's guest is poet Dr. Samuel Augustus, a self-described alchemist, a father with a little dash of wizardry, and someone who loves being creative and believes deeply in helping people. He also has an acute eye for solving problems that may seem insurmountable. Who is Samuel Augustus?
0: Um, Samuel Augustus, I would say alchemist, Mm. father, um, with a little dash of wizardry.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Amazing. (laughs) Um,
0: and I, I, someone who loves the, to create things and help people and any, anything that kind of hasn't been done is, kind of something that I get an itch to see what that's about. So I'd say a curious cat. Yeah.
1: Finish this sentence for me. The world will be a better place when?
0: When I love you becomes hello. Yeah. Think about it. Like we hold so much and contain so much in that word. And hello has literally become... Just something you say when you have to, mm-hmm. where I feel like I love you is intentional. And if I can do that, if I can say that freely, then I'm actually free. But if I can't say that or I hold too much regard, then I'm always worried about losing it. So I think the world would be a much better place with I love you. That's, that's my thought.
1: Amazing. When you're at your happiest, most joyful times you are?
0: Um, be definitely spending time with my daughter. Um, or, and or, I shouldn't say or. Um, it'll bite me in the butt sometime. Um, I'm in a space where something is happening for a greater impact on somebody's life. I get so much joy out of knowing I can help somebody.
1: Do you have an album you listen to from First Song to Last?
0: Well, it's that's debatable. Really? Yeah, because it depends on the mood. Mm-hmm. And, and it depends on like where I'm at. If I'm in a space of uh, creativity, it's likely going to be Beethoven or Mozart and just kind of... Rolling with a symphony or an orchestra, just kind of putting things together, I think is so profound. Mm-hmm. So it's it's an ebb and flow for me.
1: I've been doing Vivaldi lately, and oh I had God, done yeah. that recently, and it's epic.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, uh, obviously, the Four Seasons. Yes, but he's a maestro with the violin. Yes, and it's yeah. I I I like that. It it gives you kind of like um really good vibes and there's sometimes there's a language that comes like a poetry that comes from all the instruments coming together and just filling in the gaps and I I love that you know Mm
1: -hmm. tell me about a time you've laughed out loud recently
0: um honestly it's gonna have to be any kind of prank war
1: prank war
0: yeah okay so
1: who do you do those with?
0: Um, we have a. I'm a commissioner of a fantasy football league.
1: Oh, all right.
0: And uh, it's been five years running as commissioner, <laughs> and I take absolute pride in the most ridiculous activities <laughs> when I play my opponents. Okay. <laughs> so that's so. Anytime I have the opportunity, mm-hmm. um, I'm I'm all in. All that. right. That's something that I. I enjoy cracking up. I enjoy the element of surprise uh-huh. when I know something's happening and someone else doesn't, <laughs> yeah. and then it happens. And then I can also tell a lot about a character because sometimes they don't want to report that it happens. Oh, but I have backup because usually I have someone, <laughs> I have someone recording the situation, or I have proof that it happened.
1: You're really serious about this.
0: Oh my god, it is. And you know, what's so funny is I play in all these different leagues and I, and I like to wager and all these things, but literally this league, is a $0 entry, but it is the most intense, vicious league I've ever been in. I mean, people are up early in the morning picking waivers. So every week you, you have a chance to kind of build on your roster and yeah. And it's like four something in the morning on a Wednesday. Like releases and opens up. There's guys who will set the alarm and get up that early just. Oh, yeah. Okay. So there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of pride involved.
1: I guess. Yeah. Yeah. So. When was the last time you danced so hard that your feet hurt?
0: Um, I would probably obviously holiday parties. Mm -hmm. Um, you know that that's I love to dance. I love the salsa.
1: Oh, right on!
0: Yeah. Yes, and um, I, if you if you have salsa music, I can go on for hours, even though my body's begging me not to.
1: <laughs> Did you take lessons?
0: Um, lessons in life, I would uh, say. Okay, and just more cultural. Yeah. Um, over over time, it just you know what it's it's about rhythm mm-hmm. and like once you hear the rhythm and and once you know who you're dancing with. Mm-hmm. I mean, isn't life like that?
1: Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. yeah.
0: It's like isn't
1: that? Kind of like a, life's true. like a
0: salsa dance, you know. <laughs> it's either it's either that's like title of your next book. Yeah, Oh, that's <laughs> yes. Life is like a salsa dance. No, cuz either like you're totally completely in the flow mm-hmm. or you're not. Right. And, and it, like life's like that. When you're not in flow in life, you're thinking, you're mm-hmm. clocking things. You're 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 trying to like re-establish your alignment point. And at the same time, like everybody in life is calling you out for something or they still want you to be something that you're you're supposed to show up as. And I think, you know, when you're when you're in rhythm and you're in flow, it just happens. Yeah. And I feel like they don't teach that kind of stuff in school. They don't teach that stuff in management. It just no. over time you realize When am I out of alignment? Mm -hmm. When am I in alignment? And what is going to be required? Because think about it. There are things where you can sit there and stare at something for four hours and four hours go by. Mm -hmm. Or you're in a flow and within five minutes you're popping something beautiful. Mm out. Right? Yes. I don't know how we got there. (laughs) (laughs) Flow. Flow. See? 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 We're we're totally in rhythm. Yes. Flow and rhythm in the
1: business setting. Throughout your career, you may have read or been exposed to the concept of flow, a state of mind in which a person becomes fully immersed in an activity. It is joyful, fulfilling, and time-bending. Where to find it is very personal, and no one can point to it for you. You must do the work. Perhaps Samuel is up to something here, and life is like salsa dancing. So when you feel down, you heal by?
0: Um, <clears throat> so I don't. Associate feeling down and healing.
1: Oh, tell me more.
0: I think that the moment you accept joy and sadness simultaneously mm. is where you're always continuously healing. And it's, it's it's healing for me is more about creating space. Mm. Like, can I hear something so difficult and be happy? Can, can you? Yeah. I think... Interesting. This has been like yeah. over the last couple of years, I have been just working towards creating space. And I don't mean it just, I mean, you can start physically. Sometimes you have to You go in a room and just fix something, mm-hmm. put it together, allow it to be a reflection of something that gives you joy. Yeah. We can Marie Kondo this conversation. Yes.
1: <laughs> <Okay>.
0: <laughs> um, but in actuality, like we have to Marie Kondo inside.
1: Mm.
0: We have to. So there are things that happens to every single human being out of all the billions in the world. Every single day from childhood, intentionally, unintentionally, how life's dealt cards. Mm -hmm. No matter what it is, it's going to always be there. And we can spend so much time, quote unquote, working out Mm -hmm. to like downtime. Or we can intentionally schedule it. Yeah. So I actually intentionally scheduled time to give myself to sit there and reflect and go through my day. Or and I pay attention during the day, like when I can. When am I not able to hold space? Mm. Like why am I pissed off in traffic? Yeah. Why Why is it such a big deal? I'm late a few minutes, yeah. or somebody said something and it irked me.
1: Yeah.
0: Right. Those are good metrics or measurements of where I'm actually at on the inside. And that's when I say, okay, I got to do some work. Yeah. And so for me, that's a constant, you know?
1: That kind of self-reflection I think is unusual. How did you get to a space where you were open to that?
0: I think, you know, when you're, when you feel like down on your luck mm-hmm. or something to you immensely happens that you would quote unquote feel is tragic. And it could be like, there are some things you just can't get away from when they happen. You're going to go through it. That's life. But I feel like there are a lot of self-created tragedies, Mm -hmm. self-created stories. And I think I got to a point one day where I was just like, why am I doing this to myself? Mm. (laughs) Why? Like what, what, why am I holding myself captive? Mm. Why am I my greatest critic? Nobody cares. Nobody cares.
1: Who's somebody you look up to?
0: Um. So growing up uh, from the school of hard knocks, mm-hmm. I would say um, I didn't really grow up with a father. Mm-hmm. So I kind of makeshift put one together. Early in my teen years, I said to myself, um, do you ever watch soap operas?
1: I did. I got in a lot of trouble for doing it because my father was not okay. thrilled. Yes. So uh-huh. for the,
0: for those of you who don't know, soap operas were a thing back in the day.
1: Another World was mine. Okay. Love
0: that. Mine was Young and the Restless. Okay.
1: Uh-huh. Uh-huh.
0: And I'm looking at this guy. I'm, I'm probably 12, 13 years old. And I'm looking at this absolute legend, Victor Newman. <laughs> I mean, this guy, the way he dressed... I said, this this is the guy. So I'd literally, I had three, four jobs. And every time I scrounged up some cash, I'd go to this like really fancy store and I'd try to pick an outfit that Victor Newman would wear, right? (laughs) And then there was like the tenacity of Muhammad Ali, the Uh, flow, the rhythm, the how does someone go through all the things that he... So I had a poster of him when he knocked down Sonny Liston. So that was on my that was on my, and then, and then obviously, uh, Mozart and Beethoven, uh, were a big, big ones for me. Um, and that, and that wasn't that, you know, I was, I would volunteer at this Windsor symphony orchestra so that, you know, all I had to do is put these chairs up, but I could listen to this. I can listen to the everything for free and I would just fall in love with the music. And then I got to understand that society. And so it was like understanding already early on, like I can, I don't fit in one box. I'm kind of like a lay of, of, of the, the constitution of of the collective mm-hmm. because that's what we truly are. And I think we identify more with what we want to be and we kind of tuck back so much of who we were. But in actuality, like... That doesn't go away. That's part of your essence. Mm-hmm. And the more you have the opportunity to claim that, the cooler you get.
1: <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> you know? I like the amalgamation.
0: If you go and have the opportunity to speak so many different elders, you get to a point where you realize at some point in their life, there was this shift. Mm-hmm. You know? Sitting there one day, I'm at this clinic one day, I'm looking at this lady and she's got this smile. She's just staring at me, this old lady, smile on her face, couple missing teeth, you know, just kind of, just kind of aging, aging like life aged her heart. Mm-hmm. And I sat with her and I said, you know, I didn't say how did you get here? Yeah. I just sat with her. And we 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 started to talk and and it's like, I love cooking and I'm, you know, I'm I'm obsessed with this and that. And you know once upon a time back when i was 37 years old i had this opportunity of a lifetime where i was someone came a restauranter came and asked me to open up these restaurants this and that and i never did it and she's thinking about that that day and i think though i think those arrangements are available every single day and they're provided to you by the universe and you're just like one inch away from seeing it every day. And it's like you think you got it hard, the universe has it harder. Because every day the universe is like, shit, we gotta try this again. <laughs> like we gotta get this guy to see something.
1: Yes, wake up.
0: You know, I'm looking for the love of my life. Like she's behind you, bro. <laughs>
1: <laughs> 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 you know? Yeah.
0: And I think I think that's I think that's the, the greatest struggle of being human is being human. You know, somehow it's become taboo. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, I think it's interesting the storytelling that's happening on television right now, to me, the, the beauty of it is, I think we're starting to be more open to the fact that there aren't heroes and villains, right? We are, we're both of those, all of us, all of us. And that's part of what I think yeah. you're hitting on that. It, it's not very interesting to just be a hero. Or a villain.
0: There's a moment where everybody in their life feels like either this is owed to me or this is for them. This is for me or this is for them. And that interpretation can be a hero, anti hero, or whatever may be the case. And I think it comes down to perception. So I have an obsession with superheroes. Uh. I do. Because it's, it's, it's. It's, it's an allowance that everybody's agreeing to enjoy. Mm -hmm. It's, 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 it's an impossible that every, you know, there's a collective people that's okay. Like, yeah, he he can zap through his eyes. You know, he can, (laughs) he can shoot lasers through his eyes and there's like, yeah, that's cool. You know what I mean? And there's like, yeah, he just takes his glasses off Superman and he can just zap you in the face. And sometimes you want to be able to do that. And that feels good. So I think... I feel like superheroes are super important Um, and translating that into real life. Like I want to be a superhero, Mm -hmm. you know, I want to be a superhero, but on the down low. Mm, Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm like the guy that's like walking down the street and you have no idea that I could just like move a building (laughs) because I don't want you to know. I think it's funner when you don't know. Yes. Mm -hmm. You know, I think it's, I think, I think accolades are very difficult. Especially like for me, they're difficult. Mm. They're, they're hard to take in. But that's also a conundrum because the universe wants you to receive your offerings. Right. These are offerings from the universe as a reflection of your worth, mm-hmm. you know? So I'm, I'm, I'm working on that myself. I'm working on it.
1: So what's your impossible?
0: <clears throat> Define the day. <laughs> um, my impossible today honestly would probably be like how naked can I get how naked and raw and free can I get and what am I going to do that's gonna make me believe Mm. that I am naked and free and raw and what what can I do that's going to create an impact out there in the world so that it's reciprocated back as a thank you, and I and I be, I believe, I believe in that necessary gratitude. I think the greater the gratitude, the greater the impossible is achievable. Mm. But what is it, what ends up when you go home, and you achieve greatness? Where is your community? Where's your community? And so that conscious shift flipped the script for me. So when you ask, what is the impossible? I think what's most impossible is the greatest opportunity to bring as many people together as possible for whatever reason. Because that's the greatest point of impact.
1: Impact the most people you can. This is not an easy call to follow, yet as I continue learning from people chasing the impossible, most often, the element of bringing people along is woven into their dreams. In business, I'm lucky to lead a mission-driven organization with a diverse group of thinkers motivated by such a goal, to impact the most Michiganders and ignite their dreams, whatever they are. Has there been a point in your journey where you felt like giving up?
0: (laughs) Many times. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Many times where I'm just like, why the heck did I just do that?
1: Yeah,
0: absolutely. I mean, I um, for those who don't know, I I started out in the world of pharma, got my doctor in pharmacology at 22, ran right into the big leagues, and then opened up a tiny lab, and then that just kind of grew into fundamentally its own vertical, and. In that process, I was contending with a lot of different competition I didn't know was there, a lot of regulatory matters I didn't understand, So, so many elements that were so stacked against what I didn't know. And I remember being in a position one day where I had everything and I wonder being in a position one day where I didn't have shit. I didn't have nothing. I'm sitting there just watching so much of everything i built, just eviscerated. And I'm sitting there in front of my brother. I go, listen, bro, our cash is out. We're done. I got this credit card. I got $4,000 left on it. After this, we're begging groceries. <laughs> it's 5 a.m. in the morning and we're trying to come up with a solution. I swear to God. Yeah. Maybe it's like 4.30 in the morning. And you know what? We need to go somewhere. He goes, are you serious? I go, yeah. It's 4.30 in the morning. I can't sleep. You can't sleep. We're screwed. We got $4,000 over here. Right? So I shit you not. We go online. We start looking. and There's a 6 a.m. flight going to Puerto Rico. I said, we pack nothing. We got $4,000. We'll figure it out. We pack nothing. What? I swear to you. (laughs) because it, this is just where it was at that point so much money has flown so many things have happened it it just it just got to a point like there was no more point mm. there was there, there it just got to a point like you lost son you lost and so in that moment in my life it was learning how to surrender mm. so we went to peru I um, mean, excuse me, Puerto Rico. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we went there and we, first we got off and we got haircuts. We're like, let's go find a local spot. Let's get, let's get haircuts. fresh. <laughs> we got haircuts. <laughs> let's get fresh. And then we went to a tailor like, Hey, you know, we could drop a few hundred dollars. Let's look good. We still got, you know, I'm watching the, I'm watching the, I'm watching the, <laughs> the money dwindling. Yeah, like, We got a few days left and we got to get out of here. So, you know, we're like, let's go to the casino. Let's try our luck. I swear to God, we 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 hit another couple thousand dollars. We bought we bought another day or so. We bought time. We bought time to continue the party. And um, I remember going to Old San Juan, marching up this hill, and I run into this lady. She'd be in like her eighties. This little tiny shop. It just smelled like a bunch of incense. And I knew I had to like. It was my little hero journey, right? Like, <laughs> go up to the mountain, my son. <laughs> go up to the mountain my son be one with the mountains you know I don't know I I go in there and honestly though she looked at me and she put her hand on my heart and I started bawling my eyes out in that moment right that's where I broke down Wow. yeah it was like everything I've worked for everything I've done everything that's defined me has just completely been obliterated and you know what She gave me this Ganesh. She asked me to pick out this elephant for protection, right? This statue. She said, pick one, anyone. No charge for you. So I picked one and I took it with me. And in that moment, I realized that nothing was ever going to be the same. Mm. And I think that's the hardest pill to swallow in life. There are moments in your life where you're just like, nothing is going to be the same. Security that you've built, the blankets that you've built, the love that you've created, it's not the same anymore. There's, a, there's an element where you just kind of walk into your own reality in that very moment. And that's what happened right then and there. And honestly, that was probably one of the greatest gifts of my life. That tornado, that storm... Shifted everything for me. It cracked me open. I th- I think I would have been a jerk what? if that never happened. Oh no! Honestly, you know,
1: how I do mean- you not become better though? Hmm? How do you not become better? Because I think that happened. You know, it's sort of a turning point when things go wrong. You can get angry and go down another path and you took a different you, road, you can. You, right? you can, you will. Yeah.
0: You you can go down the pissed off path. Yeah. You can go down the dark path. Just know that you're going down that path yeah. and tell everybody in front of you, give them a warning. <laughs> so I want to do other things so that I can come face you. That's better than acting like it's not there. Yeah. That's better than Because I think if we consciously give ourselves that, we're kind of giving ourselves permission anyway.
1: So what's your next impossible, my friend?
0: Like right now, it's yeah. instant.
1: Uh, or I don't know, 10 minutes
0: from now. Um, honestly, it's, it's debatable. I've got a couple paths I can take. You know how that goes. Mm-hmm. But, um, somehow, some way I'm in the insurance world right now. Mm-hmm. Don't ask me how. <laughs> you know, um, a lot of really cool professionals and wellness centers, et cetera. They don't have a collective voice in that space. Mm. And so I worked on a project a few years ago, um, put together a program, just kind of like let the little guys have a chance. And that's kind of snowballed. And now I'm wondering like, do I genuinely put a hundred percent effort into this? mm mm-hmm. And you know what my response is? (laughs) Chew your food. food. And that's what I'm doing. I'm chewing my food. I'm literally leaving here. I'm going to go chew a little bite today and see if the universe is like, yeah, add a little salt to that. (laughs) This concludes today's episode. For exclusive content, visit us at despiteimpossible.com and subscribe to this podcast.